welcome back to Noah's Window. We've been in Psalm 119 quite a bit, uh, but there was another verse that was just really jumping out that I think is so worth paying attention to in Psalm 119. Verse 140 says, Your promises have been thoroughly tested. That is why I love them so much. Which made me remember one of your favorite verses in the book of Joshua. Right. I know we've done this before on Noah's window, but Joshua 23, 14 uh, Joshua says to the people, deep in your heart, you know, every one of God's promises have come true. And most of us know that gauntlet that Joshua threw down before the people when he said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But it was really in the context of that. Joshua was telling them how good God had been and there was no reason not to serve him. But uh, his, his testimony about God's goodness came in the form of those words, deep in your heart, you know every promise has come true. It, I think it's just such a huge comfort. I don't even think there's a way to measure it because in our world, there's so many promises that aren't kept. We have a hard time keeping our promises, mm -hmm. even with best of intentions. That's right. And a lot of people make all kinds of promises to us that I think even in this day and time, we know that they're empty promises. Right, right. But when God makes a promise, He always keeps it. And I love this, this particular Versus, it's been thoroughly tested, you know. You know, when you read that to me a little while ago, before we turned on the camera, um, when when you said God's promises have been thoroughly tested, typically God's promises are tested by trouble. Yes. Ooh, that's a good point. Uh, because yeah. something's going wrong in our lives, mm -hmm. and we fear that maybe uh, we may go down, you know, or or, or maybe we're going to lose something that we have to have, and yet it's in that trouble that we go through that we learn the power of God mm. and that God's promises are always kept. Mm, I love that because it is in the fire when those promises get right. really tested. We might feel like we're alone and we know because of his promise he really is with us. He'll never abandon us and he'll always hear us and answer us. To me that's just such a great comfort. Well let me go back to that verse in Joshua for a moment. Joshua twenty three fourteen. I find it interesting that Joshua before he said, you know, all of his promises have come true. He said, deep in your heart. Mm. And mm. to me, I think that's a call to look past our emotions. Because oftentimes we can feel that God has failed us if we're just having an emotional reaction. Mm -hmm. But when we pull back and look at the totality of God's work in our lives, we discover that he has indeed kept his promises to us. He hasn't said that we'll never have trouble or difficulty. Right. He's just said that he will be there with us mm -hmm. in that trouble. And he will comfort us. And, you know, Jesus said, in this world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. So I, I look at that uh, statement, deep in your heart you know every promise has come true. And I recognize that Joshua, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is leading us to take a whole view of God's mm -hmm. work in our lives. Well, and you bring up a good point that I think we really should probably touch on, and that is, a lot of times people think God has promised things He hasn't promised. I think that's what I was trying to get So we need to be really careful yeah. that what we believe God has promised is really what He said. And that goes back to, you need to really study this book for yourself. Because a lot of things that people say God has promised, He actually never promised. Yeah, I mean, you were talking about this a day or so ago. We were, we were having a discussion. And, you know, the Bible teaches us that if we ask anything according to his will he hears mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. and like you pointed out when god's desires become our desires then we can pray in faith knowing that god will answer our prayer when that whole context is looked at looked at then you can 
quote John 14, 13, whatsoever you will ask in my name, that will I do that the Father is mm -hmm. glorified in the Son. But some people try to look at that outside of that broader context, right. and they say, anything I ask God for, God exactly. will give me. Yeah. And, you know, that would turn God into a genie. Mm -hmm. God would no longer be God in our lives. And, you know, you and I have lived long enough to know we, we should be thankful that God didn't answer a lot of our prayers. Right, so God isn't our genie right. that we rub the lamp and get whatever we want. And but we, So we need to really be careful that we know that truly the promise that we believe God has made, He truly has made. And, and again, you know, I, it's just a theme of my life. I just really believe it's so important to read this book for yourself and to read it skillfully so that you can, like you said, not take things out of its context. You don't ever want to extract just a line here and a line there and uh, not be careful to know the broader context of what is being right. said. There's no substitute for being in God's Word every day. And mm -hmm. I, I, I wish I could go back uh, to my childhood sometime. I mean, I don't want to go back and be a child again, but I wish I could go back and, and look at life uh, through a different lens than I did when I was young. Because when I heard preachers talk about being in the Bible every day, I thought of it as, you know, taking your vitamins, you know, it's your mm -hmm. Christian duty. That pill. Yeah, <laughs> that's something that you're supposed to do because you're a Christian. Well, maybe in a broad, generic sense, that's true. I wish I had been taught more about the importance of being in the Bible every day so that we would know fully what God has said. Right. And, and you know, thankfully through the years, the Lord has given me the opportunity to explore more of the Word of God. But anyway, so I hope that this will send you. Th this is my challenge to you. Get your Bible out and look for some promises and, and look at the context. Maybe go to Bible Gateway if you're familiar with using that as a concordance and look up maybe the promise that comes to your mind. Find it in the scripture and search it out and make sure that truly is a promise. I remember uh, I had written a, a chapter for the next a curriculum I think I think it probably got removed at some point but uh, it was on the gifts that God gives us and, and, and if you look there's some strange gifts that we don't think about like there's the gift of suffering and you know we've been promised trouble as you said so there's a lot of promises that maybe don't make our short list it's not right. <laughs> things that we're going to go looking for but we just need to be careful there's no there is no scripture where Jesus promised you happiness which I've heard that one quoted back to me as though it's in the scripture and it's well not, so. and then some people you know will want to do something that's not according to god's plan and when mm -hmm. they get asked about it they'll say well god wants me to be happy right well that that's kind of like narcissism because basically mm -hmm. they're saying you know god what what god is all about is me getting what i want and that's not what the bible says but i will go back to your text here though mm -hmm. where the bible says the promises of god have been thoroughly tested mm -hmm. one more aspect of looking in scripture is to look at other men and women in the bible who received those promises because i really believe that's an when, when david says all of your promises have been thoroughly tested he's looking back on the history mm -hmm. of his people and looking at the men and women who were privileged to see God keep His promises to them. So one more thing, because we're, we're talking about on a very personal level here, but yeah. really your whole series is about God keeping His promises. Oh my, yeah. So, Well, you know, I was, uh, I was getting some stuff at a store uh, last week, and there's a lady there who's just a wonderful, wonderful lady. I know she watches us on television. And, uh, you know, she was saying, I hate... I don't, I don't even want to think about getting into the book of Revelation because it's such a scary book. And I think she articulated what a lot mm -hmm. of people right. feel. A lot of people feel that. You know, and I told her, I said, it's not a scary book. It's a happy book mm -hmm. because of how the story ends. Right. And, and so, yeah. In fact, the whole Bible 
the essence of the whole Bible is a promise God made and Him keeping His promise. That's right. So, I mean, if you want to just drill it down to a nutshell, it's it's really about promises. So Thoroughly tested. There, there's I so much that. that we can talk about on that, but God is a promise keeper, so I love that. So as we start our day with that today, Mark, would you lead yeah. us in a word of prayer? Father, we want to immediately testify, as Joshua said, that deep in our hearts we know that every promise you've made us has come true. Not one of them has failed. And we testify to that. We testify to your goodness. And Lord, even when our emotions run away with us and we get uh, critical of the way you work, Lord, I pray that you'll help us to remember that in the end, your promises always come true. And that whatever you allow us to go through in life, you're still at work. Even though it's a flawed, broken world, nothing happens in our life that you don't work in. We know that evil is not your will. It's not your plan. It never was. But we know it doesn't stop you from doing what you do in our lives. We love you. And we thank you. And we ask for your blessing and grace, not only uh, for everyone in Noah's window, but all who love you and are following Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. We'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. That's right. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then.